Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We're excited to talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. We're here with Acts 22. That's right. In this chapter, you see Paul shares his faith. And before we get to that, we want to give you just like a quick recap. When you look at this chapter, um, he covers a lot. A lot of his story. Uh, the transition from chapter 21 is there's a riot and people are going nuts. And Paul asked his the soldiers basically, if, hey, can I talk to the crowd? And mm-hmm. Paul's got this ability to speak many different languages. And so he stands up and starts speaking. And that's when chapter 22 starts. But basically says, look, I'm a Jew. I was born in Tarsus. I was brought up in that city. I studied under Gamaliel, who was one of the most well-known rabbis and uh, Pharisees of that time. And uh, he talks about how he used to kill the church. They call, they were called the way. Um, and how he was going to Damascus to continue persecuting everybody. And Jesus came to him. Mm-hmm. He said, Saul, Saul, why are you per- persecuting me? Who are you? I'm Jesus of Nazareth, whom you're persecuting. Mm-hmm. From there he goes and um, he met Ananias, who... God used to allow Saul to see again, gave his life to Christ. And then there he talks about how he starts connecting the dots through the Old Testament, through the ancestors, these prophecies of Jesus. Went back to Jerusalem, and uh, the Lord told him, hey, you got to go minister to the Gentiles. And Paul, since then, has been on his way preaching and teaching all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one of the, um, I guess, the big, the biggest kind of insight into Paul's story that we took out of Acts 22 is how he is revisiting kind of like just some of the really ugly, shameful things that he did in his story. Um, and I know that that had to have been just like super vulnerable and uncomfortable. And and he, he goes on to tell how, how God used... Um, or obviously we're seeing how God is using Paul's story for good, but in Paul's story, um, he is, Paul sharing how he was a zealot and how, what that meant to him is how he would literally persecute, um, these followers of the way, uh, before he encountered Jesus, before all of those things. And so that's kind of, um, where we'll camp a little bit is just the power of story and how, um, I'm sure you've heard that before, not just, um, in, Bible reading or Bible studies and that kind of stuff, just all over how, you know, stories told around a campfire and stories that kind of maybe are in your family. Like there's these stories of legacy that we hold on to. And really, it's funny to me that Paul is addressing this kind of mob that's coming after him. Um, And instead of using his intellect or any other kind of logical um, like biblical text or Old Testament text or something, he he uses his story and God's um, kind of conversion of uh, Saul to Paul. And so what is sticking out to me from that, um, and I just kind of felt the Lord whispering is like, yes, there's power in the story, but the story just can't be about you and how, you know, you're so great and, you know, you did these five steps and um, you came out on the other side, a totally changed human and, you know, amen and, and God bless you because you did it. Uh, it's actually all about, um, it's all about Jesus in in this life of Saul, now Paul. And that's the good news of our stories too, is yes, we each have this powerful story. And we, we just saw that we're going to talk about the Easter testimonies and kind of some of the things Emmanuel has been encouraging us to walk in. 
but the the weight of our story, the power of our story, the goodness, the love, the um, all of the, the kind of the importance of our story comes from the person of Jesus Christ in our story, and so that's. Um, really the beauty of why we see that Paul's story is, is rooted in the Bible. It, um, it's a story of complete conversion, not based on any kind of self-help that Paul, you know, tried to do. Paul was literally kind of chasing and running the other way, um, but it's Jesus coming to him. And so that's kind of what I took out of it and just kind of an encouragement to you guys too, maybe, is when we tell our story and when we really take time and reflect and look at our story and how God has been working, because he has been, maybe we just haven't been paying attention, but how, how, when God has been working in our story, how it's really been him. It's not been us, you know, in our own power doing this thing. And that's kind of um, something we've seen, I'm sure you guys know that the self-help like book section in Barnes and Nobles and other bookstores, like that's a, that's a huge section of books. And, um, and those things still crumble when it comes to the weight and the glory and the power of God. And so, um, yeah, just an encouragement for me. It really, that's what stuck out is Paul's using his story for this mob and his story isn't even about himself. It's about how Jesus has changed him. Yeah. And so when we talk about allowing our stories to be rooted in the Bible, um, ultimately pointing towards Jesus, there are biblical themes that come up all from Genesis to Revelation that we see ourselves written in God's story, not the other way around. Yeah. And we have to identify like Adam and Eve, like we're fallen people and we've missed it. And when we've fallen short, it's the grace of God that meets us in the midst of our mess and allows us before and after to be so beautiful. And so mm-hmm. at Easter time, there was a Twitter um, Instagram post left and right of people sharing, I'm a Christian and here's why. And I praise God, I didn't, I didn't hear many that were like, because I'm so good and I chose God and, sure. and you know, I did this, this, and this. It's actually identifying our need, our brokenness, our inability, and God's ability um, to step in and complete us, being made in the image of God. And so like Bobby said, um, when it comes to sharing our story, like Paul, he had to revisit stuff, the worst thing he ever did. And that allowed him to, um, allowed his story to be even more powerful Mm because you're like, hey, look, I really missed it here. And God's been kind and gracious. Mm -hmm. And so you see that at Paul, we saw at the Easter testimonies. Um, Just in wrapping up today too, what's interesting is the end of this chapter because there's no miraculous ending. There's no angel coming to liberate Paul. Yeah. There's nothing fancy. It's just like, He's getting ready to get whooped and beaten, flogged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, by the way, do you know I'm a Roman citizen? Right. Because you're supposed to be given a jury, uh, a trial. Mm-hmm. And So that's verse 29. Yeah. Um, those who are about to question him, Paul, withdrew immediately. The commander um, himself was armed when he realized, oh, I hear one of my children waking up from their nap. <laughs> and so um, anyway... Paul is essentially what he had said to this is like, hey, I'm a Roman citizen. And why that stuck out was um, there's these unique qualities that God knew that he had given Paul before he was born that Paul now has. And one of them is that he's a Roman citizen. And God uses that to become something extraordinary that literally saves Paul's life in this scenario where, you know, yes, angels could have come down. Yes, he could have walked out and been totally unharmed. Yes, there could have been a miraculous ending. But really, it's just Paul in his life using something that's ordinary ordinary and and god turning it actually into something that's extraordinary saying like hey you know paul tell him that you're a roman citizen hey you know remind him of that and so i just think of my own story in that too and that's one of the things i'm um 
maybe I would question this chapter is, you know, what do I learn about myself? Like, God, what ordinary things have you equipped me with that are actually going to be used by you um, for your kingdom and for your kingdom glory? Yeah. And so as we part ways, we encourage you just to reread this chapter, pay attention to uh, Paul's use of his story. And what makes a, a truly a story powerful for the Christian is when you're able to give all the glory to God. And uh, part of that journey is us revisiting things that brought us embarrassment, shame, guilt, and uh, talking about how God's brought healing to those areas of our lives. So think about that. Um, thinking about, like Bobby said, what are the ordinary things, the ordinary people, the ordinary job, your ordinary gifts and skills God's given you. How might, I, how might you use those things to tell everybody else about Jesus? So God bless you and thank you for tuning in. Bobby's running to the back to get, to get our baby. So as always, when you read Acts 22, uh, post online what the Lord's teaching you or share it with your text loop. All right, God bless you. Have a fantastic week. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.